Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Caden Cleveland here with the Oklahoma Senate, and you're joining us for another episode of OK Senate On Deck. Now, guys, this is a really special edition here because this is the first episode that we are doing, one, without Senator Treat. Uh, Senator Treat got his in the craziness of sessions, getting pulled in a million different ways. And uh, this week, we are going to be joined with a special guest for the first time on the podcast here, Senator Bill Coleman. Well, thank you, Caden. It's good to be here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, uh, just to kind of dive right in, Senator, kind of uh, just getting to know you just a little bit better. Now, you're a first-year senator. This is your first Uh year here at the Capitol. Uh, Give us a little bit of background on what your uh, professional expertise is, what and what exactly it is that you're bringing here to the Senate. Okay. Uh, Caden, I'm a, a lifelong broadcaster here in the state of Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been in the business for over 45 years now, second generation. And I uh, got into broadcasting. And, you know, my father got me into it. And then he... Uh, he sold a radio station in Pocket City that he built, and I helped build, and, and I went along with the inventory and, and took stuck, took a, uh, stayed around the radio station for a while and wow. then left to Texas. But then I had an opportunity to go back to Pocket City to become part owner of the radio station. And from there, I became full owner and added on six other radio stations. Holy cow. So it is kind of an interesting story of the, the, the hometown boy comes home, and, and Pocket City is certainly my hometown. Love that. Uh, and then on the political side, I started uh, getting involved with the National Association of Broadcasters in Washington, D.C. I was on the board of directors for the NAB for six years, which uh, is a term limit, which mm-hmm. we do have term limits in Washington, just not in the right organizations, perhaps. <laughs> Some would think that. So a- after I got that six years done, I started looking at how things were were going in Oklahoma, and they really were not moving forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started recruiting some people in my area. Uh, because we knew that the uh, Senate seat could be becoming open because right. uh, Senator Fields was going to run for lieutenant governor. Right. And I failed at recruiting people, failed miserably, and uh, decided, what the heck, I'll do it myself. <laughs> that is awesome. So initially, you you wanted to get somebody else into this seat, into the, into the campaign, but then it just kind of fell into the right situation where you ended up running yourself? I talked to a lot of people smarter than me, evidently, <laughs> who, who turned down that offer, and yeah, and then it, and it turned out to be me to be the candidate. Man, that and, is awesome. And I'm happy to be here, yes. Caden. I'm just just exciting to to see all the things that are going on here at the Capitol, mm-hmm. the, the, the the friendliness of everybody inside this building. I mean, it, every good morning, Senator. Good morning. How are you doing? Have a great afternoon. Right. And I mean, we're also very friendly in here, even behind closed right. doors. Right. Exactly. So I, I was surprised at that, but the energy in this building, the pace of getting things right. done, has just been is something I did not expect. It, it, they people ask me, well, was it was it what you expected? No, it's a lot more. The pace, the really? the constant. How about this? How about this? Right, How about right. this? How about this? I mean, it's coming at you all day when you're in this building That's from right. all different directions. And I didn't really anticipate that. Yep. Yep. One of the biggest, um, I guess, misnomers about being a senator or being a legislator just in general. I would say, is the whole conversation that people have, well, that's just a part-time gig. Now, it is true that we're in session from, uh, you know, in February till May, but man, there's constantly people coming and talk to you about different ideas. You're constantly pr- uh, prepping for more legislation to be run. Uh, can you kind of comment on that and kind of, uh, is it, has that been as expected or you kind of tell us? No, it's more than I expected, right. much more than I expected. People coming at you from all different directions, right. you know, just making it onto the Senate floor. When you go out through the area, I call the mosh pit, right. which where the, 
A lot of people are waiting to talk to, to yes. the senators mm -hmm. about, about their causes and their bills and mm -hmm. everything. But just leaving your office and trying to work your way through there to get to your desk at the Senate is uh, is certainly a challenge. And yep. then once you sit down at your desk, then you start getting the pink slips yep. to go back out into yep. the pit because somebody wants to talk to you about something. Yep. So just so if somebody doesn't know, what a pink slip is, is when you're on the Senate floor, uh, somebody can send in a message to you on a pink slip asking to talk to you or give you information or something like that. Is that correct? Uh, the pink slip says that somebody is outside in the waiting area. It will say their name and that, that they want to see you. So uh, you get a few pink slips while you're in, in on the session floor. Just a few, right? Just a few pink <laughs> slips. And, you know, it's... Uh, it's just like the other pink slip. It's not always that good. Right. No, I completely <laughs> understand that. Well, that's uh, that's one, just your background is extremely unique. I don't think we have anybody else here in the Senate who has the same, uh, even close to the same background as in, in radio and in broadcasting like you do. Uh, do you know of anybody like that? I don't know of anybody in the Senate. Mm -hmm. We have uh, the pro tem of the House, Harold Wright, across the mm -hmm. rotunda in the House of Representatives. He's been a broadcaster longer than I have. Really? Sorry I didn't know about that, that Harold. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, Speaker Pro Tem at the House, Harold Wright, longtime broadcaster out in western Oklahoma. Gotcha. Okay. Well, uh, to kind of, uh, I guess, move on into a legislative topic, to get your thoughts on uh, on something that's going on here at the Capitol building, um, criminal justice reform has mm -hmm. been one of the hot topics of this legislative session and also the, the few years before you were actually here. But you've been a part of moving this criminal justice reform um, measures forward. Can you kind of give us a little information on that and, and what you've been working on there? I agreed to carry a, a bill that was uh, SB 287, mm -hmm. and there was a companion bill in the House that would do the same thing. And what we were looking at doing, Caden, and it's, and it's well alive and it should pass, is to reduce subsequent and second offense uh, term lengths. Mm -hmm. Right now in Oklahoma, if you did a 10-year sentence for a nonviolent crime, say auto burglary, Right. And your original sentence was 10 years. If you did it again, you could get a 20-year sentence wow. or 100% of the original sentence. Uh, what uh, House Bill 2009 will do, it will reduce that from 100% down to 25%. So if you steal a car, you right. get 10 years, you do it again, then you get 12.5 years. And the reasoning behind it, Caden, in, in some areas of criminal uh, sentencing, we're way ahead in the nation. Hmm. I know in our uh, length of citizen uh, sentencing on car burglaries is like 110% more than the national average. Really? That is a big, big That's number. That's a very big number. And some of these lengths of sentences leads to incarceration rates, mm -hmm. which Oklahoma is number one in incarceration rates right, right now. Right. It's estimated uh, House Bill 2009 should it be put into law, it's going to reduce the incarceration rates up to 17% wow. in 10 years. And, and we're looking at nonviolent offenses hmm. and also hopefully the savings the state will realize from less incarceration can be moved into more wow. treatment programs. Because right. as you know, most of the people we incarcerate, I think some people will tell you as much as 65-70% are either have mental health issues or uh, abuse issues wow. of alcohol or drugs. So wow. let's get those people some need, some needed help instead of just locking them up. That's right. So that's that's been one of the main topics of discussion this session and previous sessions has been criminal justice reform. There are a number of Senate bills and House bills that are working to, uh, to really continue the fight of criminal justice reform for our state because that is probably, uh, if not the biggest problem, one of the biggest problems in our state that we're facing right now. Would you kind of agree with that? I would agree with that. The incarceration rates, the cost of keeping the many inmates that we have yeah. is, is certainly tough. And, and the fact that 
we really can just lock people up now. Hmm. We can't give them any other help because we have to spend all our money right. on all those beds in the Department of Corrections, and we can't spend it on anything else. One of the things that Pro Tem Treat has mentioned quite a few times in the topic of criminal justice reform is the need not only to reduce the sentencing and do things like that, but also to invest in programs to help these individu individuals out, to decrease the recidiv recidivism rate of these people uh, possibly getting into trouble again and going back into the system. So impl implementing pro more programs to help these individuals out. I've seen it in my district at Dick Connor Correctional mm -hmm. in Hominy. Yeah. The things they are doing over there with their with their work programs, yes. teaching, teaching inmates skills that they can't find yes. anywhere else and teaching them a good work ethic while they're incarcerated. And hopefully they'll come out, use those skills, and use that work ethic yep. and not go back into the correction system. Love that. Absolutely love that. Well, Senator, we're about out of time here. Um, but first and foremost, thank you so much for, for joining us this week on On Deck and uh, just telling us a little bit about your background. And uh, before we sign off, do you have anything last uh, sign-off words or anything like that? I'm still very excited about what mm -hmm. we can get done in the legislature and i'm excited we have a new governor that, that that's energetic yes. as well the energy in this building the veterans are even uh, just amazed at what energy is going on right now it really is amazing and uh for it's it's great timing on your part to be entering right at the right time because it really is uh, it's hard to put into words the the difference in energy and optimism that is within this building right now that there just has been less of over the past few years. So both budgetary, legislatively, uh, policy even. I mean, there's there's just so much going right for the state of Oklahoma right now. We so. are moving. That's why I came down here. We yeah. weren't moving, and now we've got movement going, and it's a forward movement. Wow, I love that. That's a great, great final word there. But, well, guys, that's about it for us this week. I um, just want to thank you for joining us and listening. I hope you've been able to learn a little bit about Senator Coleman, uh, his background, and uh, the expertise that he's bringing here to the Senate. We also talked a little bit about public, uh, criminal justice reform, so that's uh, going to be something that we're going to continue talking about. Not not a one and done thing at all. So, um, But if you do have uh, interest in uh, any further questions, you can email us uh, here at the podcast. It's at ondeck at oksenate.gov or you can uh, watch any of our other podcasts Cast videos, articles, look at our graphics at protem.oksenet.gov. Uh, that's just kind of a database for both people within the Capitol and outside the Capitol, just giving them information on what is going here on here at the Capitol and within the Senate. So, uh, Senator, anything else? Uh, I'm good to go. I'm ready to go home, Kate. Let's go, man. Hey, right. we'll let you get on the road. And, uh, Senator, thank you again for joining us. You're very us. welcome. Thank you. And, guys, thank you all. And we'll see you again next week. Bye.